Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America Babylon and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. With Shannon Davis. Systems go, and uh, we're excited to kick off this marathon today with Pastor Elvis Newhart coming to you from Lower Saxony, Germany. Brother Elvis, welcome back. How you doing, my friend? Wow, I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty well. We're getting into it here. Spring is rolling in here in Germany, so hey, what do you know? I'm here on another another Friday, another uh, breakfast with Elvis. Good morning, world. It's Friday. You survived another week. Congratulations. Absolutely. Especially in these times, getting crazy out there. Elvis, kick us off with opening uh, prayer. Over to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, Lord, we just cover us with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ now. Father, we ask that you open our understanding, that we can understand the scriptures. Father, Lord, open our eyes. Lord, there's so much deception and delusion out there. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, with everything that they're doing and putting towards us, Father. We need you more than ever now. And we pray, Hosanna, Hosanna. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I say amen. And by the way, if you didn't amen. love that intro song, I am working on some others. And when I get enough, I'll release uh, the greatest hit CD. Maybe a, a Well, there you go. 
put some Engelbert Humperdinck in there and maybe some Michael Jackson? What do you think? Well, you know that you, you had one song there in a part. Uh, uh, one song in there that's a pretty popular song over here in Germany. And hey, so yeah. uh, anyway, but uh, that's a great song. Uh, right in the middle. I can't. I don't know which one it is, but there's a one of the songs there uh, that you, you were doing in the middle was. Uh, I forget, and I forget what the song is here in Germany. I'd have to ask my wife. She's the musical trivia, trivia person. So there you go. Elvis, welcome back. Uh, for those that may be Thanks. tuning in for the first time, how do people find your broadcast? Tell them about it. Hey, people, you can find us on uh, YouTube. We, we broadcast twice a week uh, when we're not doing Omega Man. When we're doing Omega Man, we're doing three, three times a week. But we broadcast regularly uh, on Sundays at 1130 in the morning. And so that's when we have our service here, Salvation, Healing, Deliverance. And we also do uh, Tuesdays with Elvis. And uh, we do that. Now, currently on Tuesdays with Elvis, I'd like to say this too. We have rebooted the Karen, uh, the Devil and Karen Kingston series. Uh, we did this several years ago right here on Omega Man. Uh, but, you know, after some brutal attacks and YouTube and everything they've been doing and everything, uh, it's interesting where things can go. We'll just say it that way. So we're rebooting, we're and uh, we're going a little bit more in depth. We're rebooting that, and we're going to run. We're running that series on our channel at the Elvis Newhart Network, or simply sit down at your computer, go into your search engine, and type in Elvis Newhart. You'll see everywhere where we've spoken. But on YouTube, we're the Elvis Newhart Network. I want to invite you people over to watch that because it's been a really interesting series since we started. And uh, it's like going through layers of an onion. And so we've been praying. Uh, uh, I think we're going on message number four here, but you're not that far behind. Uh, a lot of deliverance. We've been praying that, and there's a lot of folks been having uh, deep deliverance. A lot of people have also been uh, receiving a lot of insight and understanding when we explain things, and that always really helps too. Uh, healings. Uh, just this, just this last week, here just last Tuesday, I experienced a, a pretty uh, more of a further incredible healing on my foot that I got operated on exactly a year ago. Uh, I was having uh, some swelling again, and I had this. No matter what I use, I had uh, I still had a scar on there. Uh, you know, a, a scar and it was red and whatever else like that. So, long story short, I brought that up for our prayer meeting and whatnot, and we prayed, and, and the people prayed and whatnot. And I woke up the next morning, and the scar was gone. My foot was normal, and uh, also where where I had had this this red line scar for a year, you know, it was all narby and scab, uh, whatever like that too. Now I just have a strip of really baby skin, right? It's like it's baby baby skin there. The only mark that's there that I can really uh, see is that the skin is so smooth and the skin is so soft. Wow. Unlike some of the other skin around it. Uh, yeah, it's like incredible. And that, that happened within a night. So we thank God for that. And a lot of, uh, had a lot of testimonies and it's going through. So uh, God's working. God's doing a little pour out here on moment in, in healing and deliverances. And so we're just happy for that. So uh, go visit the Karen Kingston playlist. Check out our video messages there, folks. Uh, but yeah, and so yeah, we got everything in the Karen Kingston playlist just so we have it tucked away in one spot and we can point and we can just point to that. So that's exciting. Amen. Praise the Lord for yeah. that miracle. That is awesome, man. I rejoice with you on that. And uh, folks, Amen. be sure and subscribe to the Elvis Newhart channel there on YouTube. Uh, with that, the mic is yours, my friend. Take it away. 
Well, excellent. Shannon, thank you. Thanks for having us back. Thank you for the serenade, bringing me back. Uh, Shannon, can we try something? I have a little button down here that says share screen. Can I hit that on, oh, on my Skype? On Skype. Yes, try it. Uh, Skype. Skype. Let, let's just try it for kicks okay. and giggles, okay? Yes, sir. I hope it's the right. I hope it's the correct correct screen. Hold on. I think it's this one. Oh, oh hold on. Uh, here you go. Let me try this, people. Do I have that many things open? No, here now, we go. Here, if you're going to do that, also make sure you hit record on your side so you can record a copy. Ah, okay. Well, let's try start sharing. Here we go. Okay, I see. That. I. You can see it, Shannon. That's yes, the sir. that's the important part. Uh, you know what? Let me hit record right now. Also, Skype there you go. has How about this I capability, hit... but I just haven't used it yeah. that much. How about you? Have you tested it? Uh, uh, yes, I have used this actually before when we would be speaking on Skype uh, at church or whatever. I started with this, and then somebody gave me a real great tip on a thing called uh, StreamYard. And uh, whoever that guy is, he's probably eating a burger somewhere right now. Uh, but anyway, guy uh, on StreamYard, he gave me a, a hint on that. But I thought today, since we were going to go mostly on Skype and whatever, I said, well, why not share the screen? So, but if you can see it by faith, I can't see what I've, I can't see what I've uh, done here. Can I do? I hit the record button, but hold on, let me hit it again. Oh, you know what? Oh, okay. Um, one or what? the other of us can initiate the record. Okay, so you did it. It's recording now. Oh. You're good. Okay. Can, can you record, Shannon? Um, or or, one, or do, you have one, this, do you have this recording other places? Uh, it's actually recording at your side. It says Elvis is recording the call. So Okay, I, I'm out. Well, no, but are That's you okay. recording with your stuff? Oh, I'm getting the audio side. Yes, sir. And you're getting the, Excellent. Uh, the video. Well. Perfect. You know what? I don't. I don't need the video because I have the video in front of me. So I'm going to shut that off. Well, and so you can try to hit, hit the record again, and then okay. just as long as the listeners can see the pictures, because the pictures are always fun. Oh, well, okay. So here's the deal with Skype. Um, uh, nobody can see anything except after the fact, but they can hear the audio. But what we can do here excellent. is we'll record your presentation, and then you can uh, it can be uploaded later. How's that sound? Well, there you go. If okay. somebody wants to see that. We'll hit okay. record right now. Okay, so we are now recording. Uh, Excellent. Welcome aboard. And so you, yeah. This is a Excellent. live program. Yes. Go uh, ahead, you, you talk, you talk. Uh, because this is a new recording, let me just put this on there. This is a live program here, folks. Friday, May 26, 2023, Elvis Newhart in the house. Over to you, my friend. Yeah, good. Okay, well, I'm glad we could just uh, try that out, Shannon. You and I were always experimenting with things, so yes. we're like we're like the we're like the kids playing around with with the metal knife and the toaster. You know, we never know what we're going to get, but we'll give it a try. So anyway, well, if you can see the screen right now, and for those of, those of you that are, are, are tuning in later, uh, right now I have the word sozo up there, uh, up on the screen. And sozo is a is a German word that means gerettet, geheilt, und freigesetzt. <laughs> okay, no, it's not a German word. Sorry, that was my my thing there. It's actually a Greek word, and that is actually the entire uh, meaning of of, uh, of salvation. So sozo, right? And so sozo obviously means uh, saved, healed, and delivered. We preach salvation, healing, and deliverance, and it's a great thing. I mentioned too. Uh, we're going back through now. I've done this before, uh, both with Shannon and Sheila. Uh, Zelensky, and uh, we we did this in part in parts back there back then, and it goes well. But what we want to do is I wanted to go back and have pictures, 
and examples. And we made a playlist of this on our YouTube channel at the Elvis Newhart Network. So, And that's what it is. Hey, salvation, healing, deliverance, and that's the whole package. And yes, we can have this, and we, we want other people to have this. Maybe you want people to have this. Uh, you know, hey, you, friends, relatives, children, and whatnot. But let's go to this today, and I wanted to. And so, like I said here, too, it's salvation, healing, deliverance, uh, also the works of the Holy Spirit now. Uh, but there's one little thing, because a lot of times, whoops, get back up there. There we go. Hold on. There you go. A lot of times what happens is people are wondering, it's like, well, geez, I want somebody in my family to get saved, or, hey, I, I'm part of a, a street witnessing ministry, and things are kind of dead, and it, it, people don't ever really seem interested. And so if we go to Hosea chapter 5, verse 4, and I really want to put uh, uh, point this out here, folks, is uh, one thing that happens is, is you know, it, it says here in Hosea 5, 4, it says, they will not frame their doings to turn unto their God, for the spirit of whoredoms is in the middle of them, in the, in the middle of them, and they have not known the Lord. And so that's one thing you know, it's like, well, spirit of whoredoms, maybe in some translations of the Bible out there, it'll say, well, a spirit of prostitution. Actually, the translation is the spirit of whoredoms there, because what is the, what is the job of a spirit of whoredoms? It's to make a division between you and God, and you and church, and you and your pastor, and you and your parents, or you and your kids. It's a splitting, and it's a dividing spirit. And so... Also, and we've spoken a lot about this. We did, again, a whole bunch of messages in a series on the spirit of whoredoms and how it blocks and what it does. But the part here that I really want to show, though, is that the spirit of whoredoms comes, and what it does, folks, what it does is it blocks, it wants to block salvation, healing, and deliverance. Okay, and if the spirit of whoredoms is is, uh, is there, hold on, I'm going to do one thing. If the spirit of whoredoms is there, uh, like I said, that's what blocks people fr from salvation. They don't know God, right? It says they will not frame their doings to turn into their God. And so maybe sometimes, like if you have a spouse, we hear a lot of people, they they love Jesus. Jesus has done so much for them, but they have a husband or they have a wife. Maybe they have some kids or whatever, and, and they're just totally not interested in any of that stuff. Well, now, instead of forming a huge psychic prayer circle and forcing them to get saved or mind controlling them to get saved, you know what? One great thing to be would start binding the spirit of whoredoms. And I recommended this. We have people that we know and love that they're in a street ministry. They witness on the street there in England and everything. And I said, hey, guys, you know what? How about when you're standing out there Bind up the spirit of whoredoms over your little area, your street, or whatnot. And you can also pray, Father in heaven, in Jesus' mighty name, I just bind up all the whoredoms over this street now. Anybody walks on the street in Jesus' name, we bind up the spirit of whoredoms that will block these people, number one, from the message of salvation. And number two, go down the go go down the list. People hate salvation, healing, deliverance, anything, you know, where it says, hey, they don't want healing, they don't want salvation, they don't want deliverance. And this is a lot of times because we have people that we really love, and there's a lot, lot of great people out there doing witnessing, and they, they want to do that and be a testimony for Christ. Awesome. That's great. Please keep doing it. Okay? That's what we, good. Okay, fine. You're doing it. But if you're always feeling like you're pull, trying to pull green apples off of a tree, 
Okay, there could be a there could be a problem there because when people are ready for it, when the Holy Spirit has done it, it's like the apple when the apple's ripe, it it it, it fall it falls into your hand. Okay, but well, the other thing is, is because we get pushed on and everything, then we're out there, and we're we're at we're at the apple tree. It's all green apples, and we pull and pull and pull and pull, and that thing just just won't come loose. And so anyway, but this is this is actually really good. And it's really, I tell you what, too, you can have a spirit of whoredoms over a church, over a ministry, or whatnot. People wonder why why the church is going dead, or it's like, well, geez, we have this church here, but, you know, all we do is show, well, I don't know, whatever they do. Okay, fine, but it's like there's no healing there, there's no deliverance there, no works of the Holy Spirit there. Anyway, but notice this part here again in Hosea chapter 5, verse 4 that we're doing. It says, they will not frame their doings to turn unto their God. Okay, which also means there's no conviction, there's no repentance. Repentance is the handle on the doorway to grace. You know, if somebody says, "Hey, you should repent," that's actually a blessing, people. You know, but but what happens when we what happens when when we hear that? We sit there and go, "Oh, is it, we think it's an invitation to fight." Okay, repentance is the handle on the doorway to grace. You repent and you let God let God work. And it goes all the way through through salvation too, unrepenting there too, healings. Yes, sometimes you do need to repent for some uh, repent for some stuff uh, for things that you did, whatever. And now you need some type of healing in your life and deliverance. I mean, all, w- without repentance, it's like that's what makes deliverance really, really hard. People all want prayer. It's like, okay, well, what happened to this? Come, what went on? Well, it, it was my forefathers fifty generations ago. It's like, okay, well, let's rep- repent and confess the sins of our forefathers. Do you see how simple this goes forward, people? It's that simple. Just to go forward like that, only the enemy, only the enemy, makes it complicated. Now, let's go forward here too. I'm going to talk about this too. And again, I, I, I'm going I'm to I'm reference this many times. In this series we're doing on the battle in Karen Kingston, I'm not doing an audio book. It's really uh, a real good teaching session. Okay, you've got you, you've got a pastor and his wife who believe in deliverance. They're there. Uh, you've got your Catholic priest there. You've you've got the uh, Southern Baptist uh, minister. He's there too. Uh, I think one's called Father Tyson. The other one is uh, a Sutter is his last name. He's there. But now look at this. What, what's one thing they always like to hit us with? You know, and, and, you know, we're talking to people about about Jesus and deliverance and everything else like that. And, and then you get some people that are so wrapped up in humanism and science in the world. They go, well, there's no scientific evidence that that happens. Baloney. It's right here in the book, The Devil and Karen Kingston. Okay. There were two deliverance workers there. And they were surrounded by eight other people, doctors, nurses, psychologists, scientists, uh, everything out. And and even during the deliverance, they're doing, you know, the world now, the world now, they're doing handwriting analysis and all this other stuff, whatever. And so they're doing that. And so they saw that and they were shocked to pieces when the very first demon that was sitting on top when that came up and the and the heavy ma- and the deep male voice started talking out of this 13-year-old girl. Okay? So anyway, so let's look at this here too and I just I want to share this again because hey, we are a deliverance church. This is what we sh- and this is what we do talk about. This is what we want to share. We just want to show you how simple it is here too. And a lot of people go, a lot of people, they're not exposed to it in the Bible. So let's look at just some little parts in the Bible where this is. Okay, deliverance by itself is, th- is, is over a third, one-third of the gospel. 
Okay, so let's look forward here. And now I, I'm going to start out with this one because this is a great verse. I, I like this one here too. It says, "Who whoever uh, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord." will be delivered. In the King James, it says, shall be delivered. But hey, who, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be delivered. So be encouraged, you Christians out there. And Joel 2.32, that's a great uh, that's a great Bible verse, just one to have. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be delivered. And it's it's like, you know, not a huge condition to say, Lord, I need to be delivered. We got this one guy over here, over here on, on, on the uh, upper, uh, on the upper left there. And it's like, hey, he's crying out to God. Uh, he's at the wailing wall. He, he's crying out to God, saying he needs deliverance and help. It's there. Now, I, funny thing here, too, I won't comment too much on this one, too, but the painting down here, too, are the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And let me tell you, folks, I'm just going to say with the last little uh, apocalyptic symptoms that were going whatever, uh, a lot of people called on the name of the Lord and were healed and were delivered. And I, I give my testimony again. I shared it earlier, too. Uh, I had a miracle. We're seriously, Wednesday night at my foot. I woke up Thursday. It's like, okay. And then you know how it is. You, you wake. Then I wake up on Friday, and I'm like, okay, is it still there? Did it go away? You know, is it still whatever? Still was. I just checked it out about uh, two hours or so ago, and it's the same thing. I went, I went from a, a swollen foot with with a red scar and everything else like that, uh, swollen foot with a red scar, you know, not feeling good and everything, uh, to where now I have a strip of smooth baby skin where that used to be. The skin is so new, that's the problem. The skin is so new and shiny and great, that's where you know that my scar used to be. So praise the Lord. I thank the Lord for that. And I thank the Lord, too, for all the, all the deliverances uh, that have been going on, going deep. The Holy Spirit has been mighty at work, been showing people, been showing people that have been hidden from them either for, for their whole life or uh, been showing people this stuff for the longest time. And so, anyway, so we just really thank the Lord for that. And I love it when the Lord pours out. Uh, it, it had been on my heart for quite some time to do this, uh, but I prayed. And God, it's like he said, okay, wait, I'll show you, I'll show you. And then finally, it's like, okay, we can do this now. And everything's set up. And I'm so, it's so much waiting on the Lord. And it, it, God has given so many uh, confirmations through scripture and through great things happening where it's like, you know, God gives his, God gives his confirmation where God guides, God provides. So anyway, here we go. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be delivered. Now let's move on here to, let's go to the next one here. I just want to share this a little bit here too. And in Mark chapter one, verse 27 in the King James, it says, and they were all amazed insomuch that they question among them, saying, what thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commandeth he even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. Now, up, up to that point when Jesus came to, this was, it's like, wow, what's this new doctrine? Well, if you look at it, you find it all over, all over the place, in the Old Testament as well, but it was hidden from some people, right? Uh, by the way, you know, hey, there was, uh, I think it was the, the Sadducees, uh, they they didn't believe in life, after, you know, uh, e eternal life or all this other stuff or angels or whatnot. Uh, the Pharisees believed in that, of course, more. Paul was a Pharisee. And so notice, Paul was not polluted with that belief system that, they, hey, when you die, that's it, YOLO, you only live once. And whatever. Paul did not have that, 
Okay, so long story, just pointing that out there, right? Uh, Paul didn't call a Sadducee or anybody out of the Sanhedrin. Uh, Jesus went straight to the top. Paul was a Pharisee of the Pharisees. But now look at this. And now people and places, they're going to be amazed when they notice. They're like, wait a minute, what, what, what thing is this? What new doctrine is this? This isn't a new doctrine, uh, people. This is, this is the same thing from, from exactly at the beginning. God's love, God's help, God's salvation, his healing and deliverance have, have been with us since the beginning of the Bible. And you, you see that there. And the thing that amazes them the, the, the most is the most is for with authority commandeth he even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. Now I didn't put the Bible verse up, but if you combine this with Luke chapter ten verse nineteen, that says, "Behold, I give you power." So first Jesus came out and he did this, and he goes, "Okay, you think that's great? This is good. You believe in me? Guess what? I give you power to go do this now. Now go out and do it." And actually, Jesus did say, "Now go out and do this." So let's move on. And also, don't be surprised if some people are like, wow. Hey, some people are amazed when they even hear about healing, right? Some people are amazed. They're like, whoa, whoa, demons. I, I saw on the horror movie. I, I don't, you know, I should stay away from that. I've always been told that that's really dangerous, okay? Or there's this spirit here, too, where the spirit of whoredoms blocks all that and either will not believe it or will not take part of it. Okay, just start binding, this, just start binding the, the spirit of whoredoms in you and around you and whatnot. That is a liberating prayer. Now, let's move on here. Now, in Matthew 8.16, it says, When the even was come, it was becoming nighttime, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirits with his word and, and healed all that were sick. Now, I want to point out one thing here on a translational thing, and it's really kind of interesting. Uh, we need to pray. Uh, God will preserve his word. Let's pray for the word of God. But I want to show you something more and more that's being deleted out, deleted and rechanged in Bibles. And there is a difference. It says here, and he cast out the spirit with his word, right? Just like we do. Hey, we do deliverance in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ by the power of his shed blood. That's where the power is, too. And the word of God is powerful, right? Now, many more and more, it's increasing more and more, they're taking out his and they're putting the letter A in there. So it would read like, and he cast out the spirits with a word. And this gives, there's, there's so many things about that. What word was it? Was it today's crossword puzzle, right? Uh, sometimes it'll, it'll give false hope or it gives, it gives a false thing. Here it says he cast out the spirits with his word. If you change that to, and he cast out the spirits with a word, then people start thinking, it's like, oh, okay, well, Jesus did it with a word. So when I go over to Shannon, I should just put my hand on my head and just say a word in one word, okay? I promise you that in the Bible, where you read in the Bible, where, where Jesus was praying with some of these spirits for spaces up to an hour or more, and I promise you there, were, there, there was much more than just a word, okay? It was his word, and you'll find this a lot, and I got to bring this up. There's a lot of attacks on God's word where they're really trying to, how do you say, uh, oh, water down what it is, and notice the, the his here, who is his in this one? This is Jesus, right? But anything, so if we can just remove Jesus or references to him being powerful, right, or with or that his words are not powerful, we'll just say a word, just a word, 
Okay. The, the, that, what that does is that creates people then running around and, and they're like, well, give me a word. Give me a word. Uh, you should be able to cancel, cancel them out for a word. Uh, well, sir, the thing is this. These spirits have probably been in your family for about a thousand years. Okay. And just, just, just go backwards. How long have, have these patterns been in your family? And they'll be like, well, yeah, all the way back to grandma and grandpa and maybe before them. Exactly. Okay, and so we leave that up to God. But I just wanted to point that out there. There's a lot of times I'll, I'll mention this, and, and I'll, I'll point this out on translations, not to get in the whole translation war right now, but even when I was searching this to put up on the screen, folks, it was, uh, yeah, he cast out the spirits with a word, now with his word, and healed all that were sick. So praise the Lord. Now, another little point I want to put here, too, is look at the, number one, when evening was come, that means everybody snuck in at night when they couldn't really see that they were bringing uh, uh, possessed cousin Bobby to Jesus, right? They brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, you know, sneaking in at night, you know, didn't want to really advertise that. Some people didn't want to advertise the fact that they were going to this new... Yeah, this new holy man that was floating around calling himself Jesus, right? There's a lot of stuff in there. But now, also what I want to show here, show here before we move on, folks, is when, when you read in your Bibles, it is almost, almost all the time you see that deliverance and healing go together. Okay, remember, Jesus cast out a spirit of infirmity out of that woman. And when Jesus cast out the spirit of infirmity out of that woman, she okay, she was delivered, but that brought healing. Okay, I want to encourage you. Prove me on this. Don't believe me. Go go to your Bibles. Go check it. Be be the Bereans. Okay, check this out, and just notice the fact that deliverance and healing really go together. Now, um, I, I want to say this here too. In the Bible, it says, "Well, Jesus cast out the spirit of infirmity, and, and the woman was healed." Could it be that simple? Could it be that simple? Maybe you have some sickness. Maybe you got something going on, and you just say, "Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, I bind that spirit of infirmity up. Loose the angels to go in, and just take that guy out, and just command the spirit of infirmity to get out of me or or whoever." Could it be that easy? Now, at our Wednesday night prayer meeting, we were praying. Uh, we were praying again, and we were simply, number one, uh, we, we quoted the verse that said, the wages of sin are death. And there's a lot of Christians that are very amazed. They're very amazed by, by the point. It's like, well, where did all this death come into me? I know this. This was me. Okay. Many, several decades ago, I was sitting there at a deliverance meeting. And the pastor, he gave, he gave a message on how to, how to defeat the spirit of death. And I said, okay, hallelujah, Jesus, I'm all ready to go. I'm all, I'm all ready to go cast that death out of somebody else. Lord Jesus, who, who would you have me to pray for tonight? Choose me, your shiny warrior, right? Okay, so I said that, and I'm waiting for the Lord to talk or do something or whatever, you know, big golden arrow from heaven. And that didn't come, but I had a friend of mine just came up behind me, wrapped his arms around me, just put me in a big hug. And he says, I command all that death to start coming coming out of Elvis. And I tell you what, I man, and this is not a joke, go back, I preached this for 30 years. Uh, he, and then another friend of his came and when whatever, I started manifesting. I started puking a white foam into a garbage can and I filled that thing seriously. And that was full. And it, I, it went on for about an hour. 
And I sat there, and even during the prayer, I'm like, I can't believe where all this stuff is coming from, and it's a lot of death. And afterwards, I was praying and going, Lord, that was a little bit much. How did all that death get into me? And it's like the Lord spoke to me and said, well, Elvis, hey, the wages of sin are death. And you maybe had some sins, and that convicted convicted me too. I'm like, oh Lord, oh if there's something I haven't uh, confessed or repented, Lord, please put your finger on it, Lord, just give me the chance to confess it, repent it. But the thing was this: it, it's amazing how death is always, like it says in the old Old Testament, I believe it's in Deuteronomy. Then sin lies at the doorway, and I remember that pre. Sin lies at the doorway, and it's like a cat. And any of you that have owned cats or pets that, that really want to get into the house, you know, you crack that door open just a little bit and whoop, de- uh, death sneaks on in. So just saying that. Praise the Lord. Let's move forward. Let's look at another verse, folks. We're doing this. Um, uh, okay, maybe I'll tell, tell this one. Now look at this. He called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out evil spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. Wow, okay. And not only did Jesus do that just with his with his 12 disciples, right? Oh, by the way, Judas was included in that 12. Uh, he called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out evil spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. Back again to Luke chapter 10, verse 19. This is you people too, okay? I'm not one of these people that said, well, it was only the 12 uh, it was only in the beginning. It wasn't it, it, because remember we're gonna we're gonna uh, you know if that was true, it was a limited time offer. Then the the Bible verse that goes all the way back to Joel, well, that would be a lie. That wouldn't because it says who whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be delivered. Well, if that was only for the twelve, and if that was only for you know a limited a limited time offer, well, then that Bible verse is false, I and mean, it's not. Okay, but now notice evil spirits, and here's the healing: every disease, every sickness. Luke ten nineteen. I want to say this again: you have been given authority, and I tell you what: everything in this world and everything in the spirit world that doesn't like that is trying to tell you that you do not have authority. People, I was there in the beginning too. I, to like pray, I, I didn't think I could pray. I thought I was too sinful. I thought I was too this. I thought I was too much. You know, all these excuses that the enemy likes to plant in there, their big thing is is to get you to stop, uh, stop praying, stop believing in the authority that you've been given, the authority, by the way, that Jesus Christ died for, folks, right? And uh, so you have this. Well, Elvis, how do we do it? Let me do it really simple again. Let's do it real, real basic, okay? Real basic. Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, I have this. I have this sickness. Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, I fall out of agreement with this sickness, this disease, uh, these evil spirits. In Jesus' mighty name, just say what it does. Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, I fall out of agreement with all the evil spirits or whatever is just driving me crazy. Great start. You fall out of agreement with it, and then, and notice it says, authority to drive out. You command them to get out. Now, what we're learning, and this is, again, what's great about the series on the devil and Karen Kingston, is that there were many good people that were praying, and they would walk up to the spirits that were in Karen Kingston, and they would say, hey, they had authority. They knew they had authority. They went in there, and they said, you come out now. And the spirit answered back and said, no. There were times where the spirits didn't even answer them back. 
So what do we do? Do we do it one time and we quit? Right? Or if if the demon's inside and says, no, well, what do we do? It's like, go right back after it. And those little stinkers know they have to obey you in Jesus' name. And they know that the saved Christians out there have that authority in Jesus' mighty name. It is not just for the Pope. It's not for the, you know, some blessed prayer warrior. I did not come off of Mount Olympus with the super special and secret gift of deliverance and whatever. No, this is something that Jesus Christ gave to us because he knew how how hard it was going to be down here, especially after he left. Okay, are we having fun yet? Basic stuff. We need this. Okay, here we go. Now, let me go on again. And they'll go on again. Now, so Jesus sends the guys out, right? This is a few verses later. And, and, and Jesus said, as you go, preach this message. Okay, well, which message is that? The kingdom of heaven is near. Hallelujah. Now, what's the kingdom of heaven? Well, Jesus knew that question would come up. So he tells them what to do, right? Okay, it says, heal the sick, raise the dead. I'm still working on that one. Wow, okay, but you know what? If God ever asked me to pray it or do it, I would pray it or do it, okay? Now, look at this. Cleanse those who have leprosy. Now, that's really something there. But you know, a lot of skin disorders, we, we've been praying uh, again uh, against a lot of skin disorders, uh, a lot of skin disorders that are, are originating in the stomach area. Um, also, was pointing this out too, a, a lot of psoriasis, psoriasis and a lot of D, not dermatology, not dementia. Anyway, psoriasis will stick. We'll stick at that one. There, uh, stick at that. Uh, we've been coming against those and praying. Uh, where you pray for on those is pray for the marrow in the bones. Okay, when it when it's a deep level psoriasis or a deep level uh, uh, skin problem like that, a lot of times it's in the bone. It's in the marrow of the bones. Okay, and the Germans found that out here, too. They have a thing called blue light therapy, which works really great. And then they found out that, that the, in some cases, the problem is not the skin. The problem is, is, is there's an infection or there's something in the marrow of the bones. So we've been praying healing on that. And we, we have testimonies back there, too, who, people who were horrifically allergic, people who had uh, incredible skin problems and, and whatnot, and, uh, and those have been healed. Those have been healed. My translator here, as a matter of fact, right? Uh, it, it was really interesting. And, uh, yeah, she there were a lot of things she couldn't eat back then, a lot of things she couldn't eat or whatnot. We kept praying. We didn't even have this knowledge, people. And we just kept praying in Jesus' name, and she got healed of that. Okay? And the, she can eat a lot of those things now. So, praise the Lord. Okay, now, and look at this. Look at this here, too. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, and drive out demons. There's your kingdom of heaven right there, people. The whole thing, what goes into that package, right? Drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give, they say. And uh, But now, now, take this part. Take this Bible verse here and go back and read those parts in the Bible where, where, it's, where it talks about the kingdom of heaven and keep referencing back to this verse and your Bible is just going to open up to you. Okay? Praise the Lord. Let's go on to another little one. Couple more here. Now, now look, we go to Mark chapter sixteen, verse seventeen. Mark sixteen is incredible. I say back it up all the way to, to verse fifteen, but just for now, and for the sake of time, we're going to talk about Mark sixteen seventeen. 
And it says, and these signs will accompany those who believe. Or, like it says, these signs will follow those who believe. And I'll keep it really short here, too. It's a whole bunch. Read that whole section right there in Mark. In my name, they will drive out demons. Very first one. In my name, they will drive out demons. Next one, they will speak in new tongues. And there it is. And, and that one right there is not even from the Bible I read. I usually read, I'm King James or whatnot. But yeah, in your Bible too, it should say that. In my name, they will drive out demons. Can I give you an interesting, uh, interesting comment on this Bible verse here too? In this Bible verse too, and maybe you have it in your Bible, just look down on the notes in your Bible. They want to say, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This was added in later. This wasn't the original part of the Bible. I have had people try to use this and say, see, it's not deliverance. It was just added in by man. And then what you do is you just go over to the other Gospels or you go all through all the uh, – in the Old Testament, New Testament, you show, and you, you say, no, this has been here the whole time. But see, what they want to do is why this verse here? They, they go, well, there's not a lot of evidence that this verse was there or whatever. Really? Really? I'm like, okay, even if you took this Bible verse out, what do you see Jesus doing through all of the gospel, the, the four Gospels? Okay, what do, you see, what do you see Paul doing? What do you see all the people doing? And uh, so, there you go. Now, another, just another interesting point here. They go, well, there, there's, there's not so much evidence that this was there. Well, actually, there is cross-reference stuff, everything. Do you, know what the, do you know which verse or which story in the Bible has the absolutely, positively least evidence that it was ever part of the body, part of the Bible? Okay. What the answer to that question is, is the woman caught in the act of adultery. Can you believe that? People much smarter than I, with computers that are much more whatever than I, and do have probably done more research than I could ever think about, or whatever people, they researched all this stuff, because they're like, well, you know, because they, they, they really wanted to get back to the Bible, and they really wanted to scrape out everything that was just added by man, Mark 16 Mark 16 came up and they're like no there's actually a lot of evidence for that and it blends right in with the rest of the gospels too but the one with the least and I'm not saying it it shouldn't be in there it's a great story to learn a lot but if 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 we're going to nitpick and look at stuff and go uh well what's the um, what's uh, it, uh, the one, the bible verse in the entire bible that has the least evidence anywhere it's the woman that was caught in the very act of adultery that whole story I was surprised. I was surprised. I don't know why it's that there too. I'm, and I'm not saying, I am not saying take a black highlighter and highlight that in your Bible right now. No, that's a great story. Good thing we can pray too. So praise the Lord. It's just, it's just funny what, what they're trying to do. Pray for the Word of God. Uh, God can preserve it, but let's just keep praying. Pray for your Bibles, people. Uh, people have actually started going out and finding uh, old, either older Bibles or certain types of Bibles. And uh, I, I'm not going to go through all those and names or whatever, uh, but it's really interesting. Shannon was telling me about uh, there's a certain Bible in his part of the world. world and uh, for whatever reason they have, they use a different word. They use a different word uh, than God in the Bible. So anyway, I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm not going to say anything like that. I'll say that too. Ask Shannon. Send Shannon a note. Send Shannon an email. And uh, yeah, by the way, uh, like and subscribe uh, to the Omega Man Radio Network. The Omega Man broadcast that's here. Do that. That helps him out to do that. Okay, so let's go in. 
I want to finish up with this one here today, okay? And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Look at, okay, filled with the Holy Spirit. What happened? And began to speak in other tongues. Praise God. They started doing that. How did they do that? As the Spirit enabled them. That's Acts chapter 2. Uh, that's in Acts chapter 2. Is that Acts 2 4? Anyway, so, but here, here it is. Now, there's a lot of people too. It says, you know, they'll cast out demons and they'll speak in new tongues. And then there are Christians who go, wow, I never knew about that. We, we didn't do it. Grandma, grandpa didn't believe in it. Where they went to church, they didn't believe in it. It's like, okay, we're just saying that. But there's a lot of things that can block that. Like if, if you were in a religion that uh, didn't know about it, uh, didn't want to do it, whatever, okay? And so that needs to be cast out. But I want to take a lot of pressure off of you on this one. Number one, it says all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit, Okay. They had to be filled with something. And remember, God again filled them with the Holy Spirit. They didn't, open, they didn't open up a lid over their head and pour in the Holy Spirit. So we could pray right now. Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, for everybody that's listening here, Lord, if we're not yet in Jesus' name, we ask you to fill us with the Holy Spirit. Now, I could go on from here. I'm going to be careful not to chase a rabbit. But when we are saved, we are sealed by the Holy Spirit until the day of redemption. Mm-hmm. It's it's the deposit on our spirit, but let's go back. I've preached more messages on that one, right? So, Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, we ask that you just, Lord, bless us, anoint us, fill us with your Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. And now look at this, and began to speak in other tongues. So, Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, there are Christians out there in, that would love to speak in tongues, pray in tongues, have been have been desiring tongues. In, and so, Father, just by faith, we lay hands on them in Jesus' name. But it's the work of the Holy Spirit. We we ask you, Lord, to stir up the Holy Spirit so that they can begin to speak in other tongues. Okay? Now, look at this. Look at the last part here, too. I want to encourage you. Right? As the Spirit enabled them. Okay? Now, that's a great thing because a lot of other people are like, well, you believe or you do this or you do that or you just try harder. Dang it, Shannon, you just try harder. We're going to get those tongues out of you somehow, right? Okay? No, look at it. It says, as the Spirit enabled them. Okay? It's a work of the Holy Spirit. Let the Spirit do it. I remember I, I had a, a married couple pray for me, man, decades ago. On, on I never heard about speaking in tongues or Holy Spirit. And hey, I was young. Uh, I went to a church where they didn't do they didn't do healing or deliverance or tongues or anything or even believe that. But the thing is, is as I as I read this, I, I read something and something just clicked in me, going, "Wow, we can speak in tongues." Uh, they 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 uh, we were driving down the road. I was in the back of their car. We're driving down the road. They just started praying. Uh, they command the spirit spirit of tongues to manifest. Okay, you know you can get good spirits to manifest. It's not always a demon. And so, Lord, we just, you know, like Paul said to Timothy, stir up the spirit, the gift, stir up the gift that is within thee. Okay, and so we just prayed that or whatever. And uh, me and my little brother, we both got our tongues right there in the back seat of that car. So praise the Lord. I use them quite quite frequently. My little brother doesn't use them so much, but the the interesting thing is, is the tongues are there and they'll be there the moment he decides to use that. Now, after I received uh, speaking in tongues or, or the gift of tongues, uh, it was really something. I really I really spoken that. I got it. It's pretty cool. I'm sure they had a good testimony to give after that. 
Uh, but it was many, many years, and I was at a deliverance meeting. I was at a deliverance meeting. I'll make this really short. And we were holding a big guy down, and the guys were screaming, Elvis, get over here. Help us hold this guy down when they were, you know, when they were praying and everything. And I looked over at the guy next to me, and I go, what do I do? I've got a hold of this leg. What do I do? And the guy just looked at me and goes, oh, pray in tongues. And my, my, my first thing was, my first reaction was, tongues, what's that? And then, then it, like, it came back instantly. It's there. And it came back, dis, uh, it, came, it came back instantly. Wow. You know, thank, thanks to that demon that was right there manifesting and everything. And I was about scared out of my shorts. And, uh, so, and it just came right back. And I just started praying in tongues. I start praying in tongues. And that demon sat straight up, bounced off three guys or whatever, and just started to, I don't know what I prayed in tongues, but it sure, sure made that spirit not very happy. So, praise the Lord. One benefit of praying in tongues, people, okay? There are going to be times, there will be situations where you don't know what to pray, you're so overwhelmed, you get so blown over by the tidal wave, you can barely speak, let alone, let alone pray, you can't remember all those prayers that you memorized or all those prayers that you read in the past, what you do is simply pray in tongues. Maybe you get some really bad uh, news from a doctor or whatnot, some sickness or whatever, you know, hey, some of us have had that, you know, and you just get blown away. You get blown away by a diagnosis, you get blown away by something, hey, you know what, pray in tongues, pray in tongues. A lot of stuff that happens. You get blown away. Stuff happens in relationships. Stuff happens in stuff happens in all of it. The kids get hurt. Your spouse gets hurt. You get hurt. Something going on. You're in a bad situation. You're in the middle of a bank robbery, right? All this, people. What you can do, and you can do it under your breath. You don't need to scream it, but whatever. Let the spirit lead you, right? You can pray in tongues. You can always pray in tongues. When you don't know what to pray, because in the Bible it says too, in the Bible, I wish I had this verse to bring up, in the Bible it says is that when we pray in tongues, there's times where we don't even know what we're praying, and we just pray in tongues, okay? That is like, that's like, that's like one of the, you know, on the trains where that you pull the little red handle where it's the emergency braking system or whatever, you will be amazed, you're at work and things are going crazy. Just start praying softly in tongues. If there's a lot of strife, division, contention in, uh, in your house, you know, if the kids are going nuts, if things are going whatever, just start praying in tongues and watch the atmosphere change around you. You can be on an airplane. I've been, I've been on airplanes and flights. I've been flying across the United States. Uh, as soon as we hit the middle of the country, as soon as we start going over the mountains of Denver and everything, man, th this plane was bouncing up and down like a basketball. I mean, up and down, stuff is floating off the trays, you know, people are screaming or, or screaming and whatnot, and it's just like, okay, start praying in tongues, start taking authority over the turbulence in Jesus' name, you know, loosing angels to keep the wings on the airplane, hey, you can get creative. But I was I was just praying in tongues and everything, and very quickly it's it, it things settled down. Now for whatever reason I don't know, but all I know is that things were going nuts. I started praying to God. I'm sure other people were praying to God too on that flight. And let me tell you, a real peace be still came over that. 
Peace be still came over that. When you there's going to be you're going to have your bad days. You're going to have your depressed days. You're going to have your no strength days. You're going to have your tiredness days. Uh, you're going to have your days on forget all this Jesus stuff and I don't want to read that stinking Bible day or time or whatever. Pray in tongues. Just start praying in tongues because people, there is so much that comes after us in this world and also in the spiritual world that happens there too. So praise the Lord. I would just want to keep uh, keep it to the simple gospel today. And this is all of this today. What we've had people is the good news of the gospel, right? Uh, I'll say it this way. The good news of the gospel is not salvation, but salvation is the big part, people. We need, we need to get saved. We need to become one of God's children and everything, and then he pours it on us. It's not just salvation. He's like, okay, you're saved, and we're amazed with that. It's like, thank you, God. And he goes, here, there's more. There's healing. Ah, there's more. Uh, There's deliverance, and there's more, and there's more, and there's more, and there will continue to be more when we get up to heaven, and then there's going to be a whole bunch more. So praise the Lord. That's what we had there today. So Father in heaven, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, right now over all the people that are that are here now in Jesus' name, Lord, we rebuke the spirit of whoredoms. We fall out of agreement with the spirit of whoredoms in our life or what's around us. We just break that off in Jesus' name, Lord. All that whoredoms, all that has to leave, everything keeping ourselves or our families or loved ones away from salvation, healing, deliverance, keeping us away from all the great stuff that Jesus can do in our life. We just we just command that to get out of us now in Jesus' name for wherever that came in. We break that. And Father, in, in Jesus' name, Lord Jesus, I want you to be in the middle of me. Lord Jesus, I want to know you, right? I want, I want to do what you want me to do, Lord Jesus, right? I want that. And so we rebuke all whoredoms, and we rebuke them over loved ones or situations, too, or, or people that, i got to say this, too, people. There's people that we want them to get saved. We want them to get healed. We want them to get deliverance. We want them to speak in tongues. At some point, they've got to want that. They've got to want that. And so we pray that that would be there in Jesus' name, Lord. We, we lose a hunger and thirst for righteousness. We lose those spirits in that, that cry out, Abba, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. And with all the spirits blocking people from whoredoms, whether it's in your ministry, whether it's, whether it's you witnessing on the street, or in your own personal life, in Jesus' name, we rebuke that, fall out of agreement with it, and that has to leave us in Jesus' mighty name. And there's much more, and so the entire whoredoms package, we rebuke you and break your power over that. And Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, we ask you to deliver us, Lord, from whether if it's a situation in this world or if it's a, if it's a spiritual situation, Lord, we call on you now in the name of the Lord, we ask you to deliver us. In Jesus' name. Lord, I'm in trouble. Lord, there's stress. Lord, there's stuff coming on. I need to be delivered from this situation. I need to be delivered for what's destroying me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So praise the Lord. People, we we worship an incredible Lord Jesus who's filled us. You know, behold, I give you power. Behold, I give you sozo. And for our German listeners, that's gerettet, geheilt, and freigesetzt. Yep, salvation, healing, and deliverance. And that's all there for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I'm going to stop with that today, Shannon. We're up, we're up against our time. Elvis, and so great word. What shall we title this for the archive? Let's call it. Uh, uh, let's let's call it uh, the simplicity. Uh, 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 let's call it the real whole gospel message. The real 
whole gospel <clears throat> message. Excellent. Amen. Brother Elvis, uh, where do people go to contact you, and how can they support your ministry? Well, people, uh, number one, we really want to invite you to the Elvis Newhart Network again. Uh, we have well over 400 messages on our YouTube channel there, something there to help everybody. And uh, we have deliverance at, uh, during and afterwards the message. So there's constant prayer, training in prayer. So really, we encourage that for that. And come by and, and take take a look at, join one of our live broadcasts on the uh, as we do this Devil and Karen Kingston series. So you can reach us at the Elvis Newhart Network. Uh, number two is we also have a Telegram group called the uh, Elvis Newhart Network. Go ahead and contact that. I'll probably be, probably be the first one you bump into. Great group of people there. Uh, it's also a great way to contact me. Another way to contact me is through the email elvishcd at aol.com. That's Elvis, like Elvis, with the letters hcd on the end and then at aol.com. You'll see this on our YouTube channel, too, okay? Uh, if you'd like to support us, we sure really appreciate that. That's great. Uh, you can support us at paypal.me and then forward slash, and then you write my name, Elvis Newhart, all together, okay? Elvis Newhart, and Newhart is N-E-U-H-A-R-D-T, the German spelling there, folks. So anyway, but uh, yeah, that, that's there too. Uh, you know, however you can help out, that's really great. Um, drop us a line, drop us a comment, and uh, let us know uh, how we can help you.